we got so into discussing the pro and con of the classified eel that I forgot to start the show. But uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. It must be Tuesday night at 9.05. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through the end of Atlanta Braves baseball. They had a big ninth inning. Big no, night. no, it, it went extra. So that's why we're late. Right. Bob <laughs> Horner just finally, you know. <laughs> Sun Devil, baby. woo <laughs> I was going to say Rafael Ramirez. Who's the most unlikely brave to knock one out and send the home fans happy? I don't know. Bob, Bob Horner makes us happy because he was a fat guy in a baseball uniform. I believe it was Jeff Blauser with a 550-foot uh, shot to center field. Good for him. Always uh, Bob Horner will always bring a smile. Quite a game. Before the Braves were good, but whatever. <laughs> Sid Bream stole home. Sid Bream's still running. <laughs> It was the only uh, only major leaguer slower than me. But anyway. And, uh, and Bonds' throw is not in time. <laughs> we'll be right back after you listen to our cool theme music. everybody i'm just glad my mouse isn't doing that weird double click thing tonight <laughs> welcome to what's on joe mind we are a fan cast about the world of gi joe i'm your host mike irisari how's everybody doing Ooh, all right we'll take that as a <laughs> that is okay not bad okay fine overall all right, fine. You guys be that. You know, you guys, you always talk when I don't need you to talk. <laughs> you say something, silence. Crickets. I'm tired and full of chicken. I was basking in our unanimous woo that was unplanned and unscripted. Um, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> no, there it is. Yeah, we do have a special guest tonight. We'll get to them in a minute. But uh, first, joining me here in the top row, he is the former head of marketing for the GI Joe uh, team at Hasbro. I know some some lot lots of folks tend to forget that, but he's the hot show, Mark Weber. Yeah, you would think the biggest word there would be head, given the size of the cranium, but it's probably former. <laughs> it's I'm feeling a lot more a lot more former every day. So <laughs> it, it has no choice, Mark. It's not gonna. It's not getting any closer. So it. it no. Yeah, the head. Meanwhile, while large, uh, and spherical yet quite pointy in places, uh, is the same size. It's pretty much always been. Look, you get a bum rap on it all. You just sit closer to your monitor than I do because this this dome takes an eight size eight hat too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, I got to get in here so I can get so I can get all the beautiful uh, light from my centered uh, lighting source. Because if I go further back, I the show gets dark real quick. Right. And if I if I try to add light, wait a minute. Here we go. I, I go I go full barbecue or this is me this is me 10 minutes into the beach right <laughs> can't be doing that so wait a only, only you haven't burst into flames yeah the only difference there we go so yeah properly You're at the bomb test site in Oppenheimer right right I tried to I I bought a whole display case for better lighting but it didn't work so okay. it's, it's too much it's too bright 
Well, but it makes me the only legitimate toy podcaster here because I got a display case. You you turn on the lights on that thing and open it up. It's like Zool is coming in. <laughs> right. There is no Weber, only Zool. Is there anything cool and new in the display case today? Nah, same old Transformers. Haven't haven't done much. And it's only that top shelf. So I guess I got to play to my strengths and start getting this spot, right? Get get something in there. Right. The problem was I put, I literally put almost all of my collection into storage. So I don't have that much stuff around. So I either got to get new stuff or fish out some old stuff to, uh, fill up now that I have a case to, to legitimize myself. So now at least at, with a one quarter filled display case, my opinions matter. So <laughs> react to me. <laughs> In the bottom row, uh, we're getting closer to, to almost having a GI Joe comic again. Uh, but in the meantime, he is still a man without a show. It's rack time, Rob. Hi everybody. <laughs> Labor day yet? Right. Yeah. Rob's been back to school for three weeks. This is the third week. This is the fourth. This will be four full weeks before Labor Day. Yeah. How, how many weeks left, Rob? <laughs> That's a timer. 28. Oh, we're fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's Looks fine. Fun. Everything's great. Everything's groovy. <laughs> Everything's wonderful. And also in the bottom row, our special guest tonight. Uh, you know him as the host of uh, Plastic Profiles over on the Agent Chuckles channel on YouTube. Link below. Uh, James Booth is with us, also known as Agent Chuckles. Let's give him a big hand. Ooh. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Let's get a right out of that guy. <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, I just want to help the team. Uh, we're just going to get better and better as we go along. I, I am just going to go on record now saying you're entirely too excited about all of this. <laughs> no, uh, no. When, Cause when we talk about two bit slime shows, that is not a, that's not an exaggeration. That is not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm an aspiring to be a two bit slime show. So <laughs> got it, yeah. it is, uh, it can be tricky figuring out two separate sources for your slime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what every one bit slime show wants is that, <laughs> yeah. is that, one, that bump, right? Yeah. Like a quarter bit a over here, I think. Slimy orifice. But a uh, quick question for, for Rack Time Rob what, what did you think about the art on the, the preview pages? I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty slick. I, I thought, yeah, was... I did. I dug it. I, I, I have high hopes for. For this comic, granted, we we called it at the end of uh, when we read issue three hundred. We kind of got the old school cliffhanger there that we knew they were going to survive. It's just kind of neat to see it in motion. Yeah, well, I, I especially like group scenes and stuff like that. I mean, that's a that's a hard layout for a penciler to right. be able to you know have them keep track. Uh, you know, but I, everything, yeah, if you can lay out big group scenes and still everything's clear and not looking cluttered, that's, that's a good sign. So, and, and I, I like, I saw that so far. So, uh, good news from, from Dustin Jeffrey today. Have to share the great day we had. My wife had her last visit with her cancer doctor. She is completely finished with treatment and cancer free. All right. Outstanding. Outstanding. We're not beating that. Love it. Nope. No, every, everything you hear from this guy. Going forward will be a come down. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, so thanks, thanks, Dustin, for wrecking the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, usually our show just kind of slides downhill yeah. as we go. We have a nice, we have a nice, it, a nice right? gradual decline. Just guaranteed it. That initial excitement just just tails up, but no, Dustin, that is that is fantastic news. Uh, we're we're happy that uh, you, there is a, a return to health in your family, uh, and and all all the best returns. We we've, we've I mean the Honcho is a cancer survivor himself. He knows mm-hmm. what that's all about. Absolutely, that's a big day. And yeah. hope, and hopefully you just keep building anniversaries of it on top of that. So outstanding. Right. At, at the very least, it is an excuse for soft serve ice cream. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> taken advantage of uh, many times. Yeah, really, the weather the some weather today was an excuse for soft serve ice cream. Say some for her too. I mean, don't right. just be like, hey, that's great. I'm gonna go get ice cream. <laughs> no, <laughs> bring some home. It's not how it works. <laughs> We're we're not we're not good people, are we? Right. I don't know. Honey, I'm so I'm so happy for you. I'm gonna go get a blizzard. <laughs> what? I just changed the flavors up. It's all pumpkin spice now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we're we're off to hell. <laughs> hell. On a rocket sled. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, remember if you're catching us on Facebook tonight, uh, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a heart. Or a little huggy guy, give us that. It's just some kind of reaction. We love little huggy guy, but mm-hmm. uh, they all do the job. Uh, just to let Facebook know that you're paying attention. And uh, if you catch us on YouTube, uh, that's where you can help us the most by liking the video and subscribing to the channel. And if you want to hit that little bell thing, that's fine too. We don't we don't care about that. You know, we're here every Tuesday and occasionally some other days too. So whatever, we're we're never going to just annoy the crap out of you with endless content. We we have other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we live stream because it's far less work than doing actual videos. Uh, <laughs> we want to we want to write that down. Write that down. We want to consolidate how we annoy the crap out of you. Right, right. We try right. to keep it limited to just a, you know, one day a week, and then the occasional. Yeah. You know, we we we're entertained. We try to be entertaining on social media, but come on now, we we just we all have better things to do than be just just pay attention to us, and the rest of it can just uh, that can be on your your leisure time but <laughs> we pretty much save save up our reactions until tuesdays and that lets other people have genuine reactions rather than just parroting us <laughs> <laughs> well I, uh it is it is uh one of our catchphrases we are your favorite gi joe podcast favorite gi joe podcast we're not saying don't Absolutely. listen to anybody else listen to everybody else and then tune into us and see if they were right. <laughs> uh, Phil Donnelly notes that uh, he his show only has one and a half bits. I think. He's well, we know we know Patrick's good for one, so we know who's not bringing oh, up there. Anymore. Right. right. <laughs> I'd say I think he's giving himself a little too much credit. I think he spent the other half bit on Disneyland passes. Yeah, that's what I think. But Pat- Patrick's encyclopedic knowledge of of GI Joe toys is is well documented, but. You know, Phil. Mm. Mm. He does have a proton pack. Well, we Phil. Phil is the invaluable uh, permanent guest host. Uh, he's just been he's been supplanted tonight because we we got the hot the new hotness mm-hmm. in, the, in James Booth. And Phil has to be <laughs> on standby for Mark's cabinet when Zool pops out. Right. <laughs> uh, Andrew Galgan notes that uh, the honcho is feeling spicy tonight. Uh, what spice is that pale, Mark? 
Can you tell? I mean, that's a funny thing is I can barely handle spice, right? White like, pepper. Jalapeno is like the top. Like, that's like the best. I, I'm never going to be on that wing eating show. That's for sure. But, <laughs> but yeah. Come on now. It's, it's why uh, that's the next step after celebrity podcasts, isn't it? <laughs> wing eating. Going on hot wings or hot eats or whatever it's called. Right. Hot I'll wings. be on. I'll be on right after uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and then me, and then the Honcho, and then Kara Knightley. Right? right, that'll be that'll be the and, and the ratings. The ratings will just spike in the middle, and I'll be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, I can feel spicy. I just can't taste spicy, and that's okay. Right, uh, Craig Cohen asks Racktime Rob the question: What he's he's at twenty five years as a high school wow. teacher? Where are you at? Got ten more until retirement. So he thinks, but uh, yeah. how many yeah. years you've been doing this full time, Rob? Oh, this is year six. Uh, so they will be pulling my desiccated husk out of the uh, classroom. Um, right, right. Uh, that'll be a big day for the kids. You're just know. a baby. <laughs> Rob, six Rob, years. Did, Rob did some other stuff first. He he, yeah. uh, he went to school. He got a history degree and, and found out exactly what that pays for in the economy. Uh, we did some other things, and now he's now he's got a master's, and he's special ed, and you know he, he's he's always going to have a job. He just he's going to have a job past the point where he wants a job. Yeah, right. <laughs> Believe you me, I'm not throwing stones. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Sean Russell asks, are, "Are you our favorite Batman the Animated Series podcast? Favorite GI Joe podcast? Probably. <laughs> Why not? Probably." We yeah. got we got rack time, Rob. He's the bat guy, so I'll, I'll jump in. GI Joe is really his secondary. Uh, he is a Batman guy first and foremost. So, I weirdly though, it's the Batman from Earth Twelve that, that <laughs> really gets his uh, juices flowing. Actually, yeah. I believe at one point that was the official designation for the animated series. I'm sure it was. Uh, I have no <laughs> doubt. Wait till they get overrun by Spider Man. They have great, great, great crossover. Earth 12 is where the new My Adventures with Superman takes place on Cartoon Network. And that is not me feeding you a line. No, yeah, I watched. Yeah, and not only that, Earth 12 also at one point was Young Justice. So Okay, so there you go. It's been passed around. There you and go. Earth 14 was Old Justice, where they're like all, they all got back problems. And... <laughs> no, we told you that was Earth 2 with the Justice Society. Right. Nobody takes over Lou. There's no crime at Luby's at 2.30 in the afternoon because they're all, <laughs> the uh, the Justice Brunch Society is there to take care of it. <laughs> they're all at the Legion Hall. <laughs> the Justice Brunchers. I love it. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, it's Wonder Woman and Barnaby Jones and Angela Lansbury and <laughs> and don't forget Matlock and Matlock. Yeah, I mean Linda Carter could hang out. That would no, that no. Would be pretty cool. That's what happens to Bruce Bruce Wayne at eighty becomes Batlock. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. That was. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's he's commissioning the script. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Craig Cohen uh, wants to humbly plug a vlog his friend and I started this summer. I bought toys today on YouTube. Two dudes talking about toys. Well, I got to say, that's not a terribly original format. <laughs> Four dudes talking about toys. But good luck to you. We will make sure to, 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 to give you a, a check out. Um, uh, oops, I don't know how it's 
but um anyways so who who got the who just got visited by aliens right who was that i assume uh, that was colin doing something but probably me if it sounded like a car driving by yeah it did okay. yeah it kind of sounded like a toilet flush. And I'm Every like, once in a while. Which one of you guys is that lazy? <laughs> has the sheets up as a backdrop because he is actually uh, broadcasting next to the highway. That's a shower yeah, curtain. Yeah, That's yeah, a... yeah, you're not exactly wrong. Yeah. It's tough getting all those shopping carts stacked up, <laughs> right, to, to get that That's done. my shower curtain. They, my son just flushed the toilet. <laughs> At least he flushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It might it must have been brown if he flushed it down, I guess. Right. Hey, look, man, that's better than trying to gas you out. So <laughs> but. no, no. This is the craft room. I, that's all a joke, everybody. This is the craft room. <laughs> it's not not my shower curtain. The, the craft room is what he calls the highway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said craft. <laughs> I got craft. it. Yeah. Got it. Nice. Yeah. So we, we have probably wasted enough of the public's time. I don't know. Uh, what do you say we get into community calendar? Uh, uh, I'm right. stealing myself. All right. There's a Comic Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know? Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community calendar. Yeah, well, I mean, I, we had to run that one today. I got. <laughs> you wrote it. You got to. You got to play that one tonight. <laughs> I got respect for the old uh, school. That's yeah. solid. Right. It's it's yeah. in rotation, man. It, it's <laughs> thank you. Took thank that you. Out. It's just there's uh, so many that that Absorvids is put together. The odds are just and, and, in your favor because you only did one. Yeah, yeah. Bless, no, bless it, the Absorvids. Uh, so I didn't have to try to make another one. No, thank but you. it makes you the the oasis of sanity. <laughs> Once every couple months in our uh, community calendar intros. It does we, cleanse we the don't palate a little bit. Grafted to an undead husk of raptor. <laughs> <laughs> Getting chased by a, a sea nug with arms. Yes, yes after, <laughs> being, after being victimized by a homicidal chicken nugget. <laughs> hey, who's, who's this? Who's that? This weekend. Who's this girl? It's it's Dragon Con. It starts tomorrow. They're getting into town, some of them. Uh, but as you can see, Joe Colton will be there. We've got what she posted as her costume. I don't know what you'd call the schedule, but tomorrow Line, night, lineup. <laughs> tomorrow night she'll be dressed as the letter B. Mm, nice. Uh, and be then, sponsoring a Sesame Street episode. And then Thursday, it looks like she will be Ace version three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, I I I I don't know. None of those are GI Joe costumes, but. Uh, <laughs> But you can follow Joe Joe Colton over on Facebook, and she will be uh, happy to to give you the full full lowdown on what she's got going on. She's got some surprises. Uh, that means she hasn't decided what she's going to do at those times yet. She's uh, still sewing, right? <laughs> or she she hasn't hasn't secured babysitting for those times yet. Yeah, no, she has. Both both of her folks are in town now. Right, but that doesn't mean they're going to watch the baby. That that's well, I don't know, maybe. Because chances are she'll take her mom with her to Dragon Con, Ooh. and no, 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 I'm I'm sure that this is grandparents' weekend with little Mango Habanero. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she and the Wristlock West Whitlock will be in in Atlanta for Dragon Con, and be sure um, if you see Joe Colton at Dragon Con, um, 
be sure to ask before giving her the the customary what's on Joe Mine hug. You know, just just for legal sake and and frankly the that your own personal safety. Uh, <laughs> that's a couple that will kick your ass. Mm -hmm. They they are they are they're rough customers. Um. Uh, Sean Russell asks, uh, once you say Joe Colton is there, does the rest of the list matter? I, I mean, no. That's why we didn't list them. But yeah. I, I don't know who a lot of those folks, like there are so many people at Dragon Con. I wasn't going to sift through it to pick out the people I had actually heard of. There's a lot of folks there. You know, it, it's, it's a lot of cosplay community. It's a lot of, um, you know, podcasting and, and, and I'll be honest, I, as it is, I, I try to stay up to date on what's going on in the G.I. Joe world in podcasting. I can't keep up with the rest of it. Mm. I, I I can't. I, I don't have enough time. So, um, War Duke's going to be there. Yeah. Also, Josh Donaldson. He ain't got <laughs> He's free. Yep. Taking or bookings half the angels, right now. <laughs> half the Angels got released today, I think. Uh, yeah, right. Make an appearance. Right. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. We're oh my god. We we could go we could go a full two hours tonight on baseball news, but we mm -hmm. you know we won't we, we won't. can go a full two hours just listing the angels releases. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's left. I think uh, Brian Downing, uh yeah. Bobby Gritch. They've yeah. gotten picked up. Yeah, that's true. The, the roster spots are now free. I'd pick up Bobby Gritch. They let um they let uh, what what's his name? What's it what the outfielder uh, Randall Randall Gritchuk or Gritchuk? Yeah, he, he was terrible. We we knew he whatever. He was he was awful. Um, Renfro, I think. Yeah, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, he was actually good. Yeah, still smelled like Boston a little bit though. So he's played in I think five different places the last five <laughs> seasons, and he's produced in all of them. Yeah, and yet they keep <laughs> they keep moving him on. So something's going on. I don't know what that guy has to do to keep a job. I'm gonna guess it's body odor, <laughs> maybe <laughs> or something. Uh, Diana Davis asked, "Quick question: How do you make garlic bread?" Uh, this is actually something I do quite often. I, I take, I preheat the oven to 350. Uh, I put slices of garlic bread on a cookie sheet, two pats of butter on each slice, dump a whole mess of garlic, you know, powdered garlic on top. Eight minutes, good to go. That's your garlic bread. There you go. Boom. Uh, we can smush garlic. We can smush real garlic and see what happens. Real uh, garlic's a pain. Ugh. It really is. All that, it's a lot of husking. Yeah. Uh, Ruben asks, can you imagine Joe Colton giving out a schedule of costumes like this and then the rest of the What's on Joe Mind team shows up as he notes with toy machine guns? I can imagine that. Mm. I, I, Yeah, I could see that happening. Not a bad idea. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got no problem. Atlanta in the summertime dressed as a big foam rubber chicken yeah. as a big ask. Yeah. <laughs> People would harass us too because we'd be lazy, right? We'd be, all be the same shape, C-Nug. We wouldn't even do the one that looks like Italy, right? And then the one round one. And the, there's, yeah, there's the, the, the ball and the bell, right? Yeah, is that so, it? And there's a fourth one, but I don't know what that is. So uh, it's, Jay, called, it's called Oli. <laughs> it's called Oli. No one likes it. If you want in on that one, James, there's a fourth chicken nugget shape. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the uncooked nugget. <laughs> or, or we could go as dinosaur nuggets. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dino nuggies. Dino nuggies. Yeah, something like that. 
I'm calling sweet and sour sauce. All right. That's fair enough. You can be hot mustard. Is that you? Oh, I'm all about it. Yeah. I just learned that you can buy Chick-fil-A's Polynesian sauce at the grocery store. Yes. Yeah. I was pretty excited about that. Same with with Arby's horsey sauce. Hmm. I'm going to leave that out. Alone, but... Oh, you bet your ass there's a bottle of horsey sauce in that fridge <laughs> over there. Oh. Oh man, that that uh, that makes your that makes your your roast beef sandwich just a little extra special. <laughs> Delightful. Delightful. Anyways, uh, the the live chat is now trading garlic garlic bread recipes, which is amazing. In um, in fairness, though, in twenty five minutes, we've given them one thing off the community calendar. So. <laughs> it, it's the one with our absent co-host, right? Right. So I'll allow it. Yeah, I'm uh, okay. If just, they have to entertain themselves, like I kind of get it. <laughs> ramping it up. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're ramping it up now. <laughs> oh, goodness. Josiah Alcorn, boot, bell, ball, and bone. Those bone. Right. The four, yes. Bone. Pretty sure they're boneless if they're doing it right. I, right? I, I guess they all had to go somewhere. But anyways, next up, ThunderCon! Oh, yeah! That's in Thunder Bay, the best-named city in North America. Yeah. Uh, Ontario, Canada. That is a week from this weekend. That is September 9th and 10th, because they don't do Labor Day up that way. Mm. Uh, but Larry's going to be there. So good uh, order for, for uh, Joe fans there, uh, as, of course, the writer of G.I. Joe and the most prominent Canadian in comics. So, so if you're anywhere in Ontario, get yourself to Thundercall. Wait a minute. Oh, who's, yeah. the, who's the most prominent Canadian in comics? Wolverine. Oh, I was going to say Todd, but fair enough. And, and look, Todd. Todd's big and all, but he's not Wolverine big. Oh, yeah, fair enough. But, he, <laughs> but Todd drawing Wolverine? Now we're talking. Well, yeah. he's pretty big. He would that, just, is, he, that he, is so much Canadian, it probably bleeds poutine. Right. right. When but, he gets to put the nose on Wolverine, it wouldn't even, nobody would notice. If we could retire the reflection in the blades thing. Yeah, that would be cool. And, this, and the split in half, two faces thing. Yeah. Cool, but yeah, we're, we're good. A little overdone. Yeah, a little overdone. Well, Wolverine is a character that... Um, I'm kind of glad we're taking a break from old Logan right now, as a because there was we we were well well past saturation for a good number of years. So I'm I'm okay with just going back and maybe rereading the good stuff. Well, yeah, they killed them off and they kept them dead for like five years. Yeah, yeah. You know, most of Larry's run was pretty solid, and then then things went a little haywire after that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. What was James Bond Wolverine called again? Scar or something? I remember that guy. He had like an eye patch and a suit. Oh, it's called him Patch. Patch. Really? Yeah. 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 Not to be oh, confused with Fang. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, just oh, asking oh, for a friend. Our Imperial Guard? <laughs> yeah. Wolverine so, stole his suit. Uh, Rob, give us one more Thundercon for the road. Oh, yeah. Thundercon. Right, Thunder Bay, Ontario. Be there or have visa troubles. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> the the whole 
again, the live chat is united in in calling out James for not knowing Patch. <laughs> they should be. I welcome to the show, James. I, man, yeah, I missed that. I missed it that. Was when he was the uh, the owner of the Princess Bar. Tough in crowd Madripoor. in Madripoor, right? Yeah. I'll do better. I'll do better. I, I, it, really, it's fine. It, <laughs> you're already you're ready on on our show, so yeah. you're low. The end is near. <laughs> yeah, I might need him to subscribe to me though. So you know, I don't right. Well, off too much. Fine. There, there aren't any. There's no one subscribing to us. You're expecting <laughs> to get to. Oh, good lord! We've led this poor man astray. <laughs> I got a line on a whole bunch of bots. We're gonna add next week. Be, be good. We 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 know the names of a couple of sketchy online services. Yep, services in quotes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay, moving on. And just in case you forgot, uh, make your plans now for November third and fourth for assembly required in Des Moines, Iowa. Remember, Des Moines. Is for lovers. Mm-hmm. It's in the High V Hall in downtown. Uh, visit codenameiowa.com for more information. Uh, that'll give you all, all the load on there. But, uh, friends of the program run this one. So if you're anywhere close or even if you're far away, this is worth traveling for. That's why I want to remind you of it now so you can uh, make your get your seats on the three planes that go into Des Moines every day. Okay. Somebody dissed Zartan. That's awesome. It's uh, it's better than trying to fly into Augusta. That's for sure. Yeah, or Springfield. Right. Right. But um, is parking free? Yeah, I think everywhere in Des Moines. Probably. <laughs> Look, Des Moines is is. Uh, I'll, I'll give. I've been to Des Moines once, and it was many years ago. But it was very clean. It was extremely, almost, almost distressingly clean. <laughs> Like, do people throw things away here? They were really trying to spike tourism <laughs> with their cleanliness. Right. I, I I stopped and ate lunch at Burger King, and it was extremely clean, and that that was troubling. On a certain <laughs> level. But um, uh, Diana Davis asks, is parking free? I don't know, maybe. Uh, yeah, Gavin asks, uh, please never, ever describe Des Moines like that ever again, please. Uh, I hate to... I'm borrowing their catchphrase, so I hope hope you're ready for that. Uh, I'll do it. <laughs> Des Moines is for lovers. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! Do I have uh, Do I have anything applicable music wise? Yeah, play Wham. I mean, uh, Wham. I took that off. <laughs> Make it big, though. I took I took that away. Because Probably a good idea. You don't want to be demonetizing us. In yeah, the if, if you let if you let your kids play with knives more than once, probably on you. Right. Yeah. Shame for exciting and new. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes. So we'll. I, I, I. The closest thing we have to any kind of music right now is the trumpet flare. Hmm. It's not terribly romantic, but it, it'll have to do. No, it reminds me of when the Mets had optimism. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Dan just oh, gotta go. <laughs> oh my God! Well, it's it's uh it's probably time to play a, another song, and and that's the 
another uh, community calendar. That outro. So. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? What's to no tell? Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community calendar. There we go. Yeah. It's the odd sense of shame that James has in that. I, I there's, love it there's an eight-second bit of the G.I. Joe the movie theme song, the intro theme song, that that was supposed to sound alike. So that's what I was going for, just so everybody understands. I liked it. Right, um, that little dun 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 yeah. dun dun. Yeah, we used to use we used to use it as our 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 theme in the audio only days when people didn't police that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had no right to do it then, but there it is for posterity anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> YouTube's a little bit little bit more stringent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skosh. Right. Uh, I mean, did we get a copyright strike on a public domain song once? I mean, uh, they threatened us with one when when we played. Uh, we had James Cavanaugh, noted author James Cavanaugh, on. Uh, we used Sweet Georgia Brown uh, for for his background, and that was a song that had gotten into the public domain. But the the recording that we used was not. Uh, so so that that was the problem there, which is why. In subsequent replays, you'll find that uh, James, James, noted author James Cavanaugh, is uh, backdropped by Scott Joplin's The Entertainer because nobody's defending that at this point. <laughs> right. That's the theme music. Every good yeah. hero should have so. Right. And James, noted author's James Cavanaugh has The Entertainer by Scott Joplin. <laughs> I think it'd be more fitting if he had the entertainer by Billy Joel, but anyway. Is it any weirder? No, it's not. Anyways, if you have a, a show for us, as as uh, uh, our longtime fan Stuart Rattay had for us this, today by sending us the, the news on Thundercon. Oh, yeah. Send it to what's on Joe Mai at gmail.com. Uh, we'll do our best to get on the show. I can't promise you if you send it to us on a Tuesday that it'll be there, but then again, most weeks aren't this slow. Uh, so a lot of times, uh, yeah. Be careful and don't confuse that with Thundarcon coming to Indio, California next Tuesday from 7 to 8. Look, that would be cool because Buzz Dixon probably be there. And Ookla the Mock. Yeah, Ookla the Mock is confirmed for that. Yeah, so. We, we, we dig Buzz Dixon. He's a good guy. He was the guy in I got no, pro- no problem with Buzz Dixon. I'm well, kind of mad at Ookla for leaving for the Big Ten, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, you can only be told that it's time to ride so many times. <laughs> and then it's just time to follow your own path. I never hear that. Watch as I flip this light switch, Barbarian. Wizard! <laughs> Love that cartoon. Were there only like six episodes? I think there was probably about like 12 or 13. Yeah, I think it got a, a standard, scene, yeah. standard run. It just got they they played that that's they just played that, the hell out of it. Run for years. Basically, Thundar Thundar was ABC's version of the time to go out and play, kids. You know, right. <laughs> was on at like twelve thirty. Right. But uh, Scotty Cameron notes that YouTube has gotten worse with copyright strikes. I I guess we don't use anything in our musical library that is not from their musical library, so. We're whatever whatever they want to come to us with. We 
we we have the perfect fail safe. I learned it from watching you. That's what we have. So yeah, they they can't uh, they can't come get us on that one. That is that's how we beat that rap. Oh yeah. No strikes here, by the way. We 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 just we did uh, we did not get a copyright strike when Mark overplayed the sax riff from Careless Whisper. Yeah, <laughs> we just we just got a warning, and I went and corrected the necessary offending uh, clip to uh, to to where so that that is not showcased in subsequent replays of that. Yeah. Mike sent an email response that the title the title of it was "Should have known better than to shoot a friend," right. <laughs> right. and they went, "Okay, we'll allow it." They they uh, they respect a good one liner at the Google office. You got to give them that. Anyways, it's time for the news. <laughs> Not nearly as ashamed of that one, are you, James? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was getting ready to ask if I can make the noises. Mark, it's up to you. I got no problem with that. All right, Everybody, I'm the I'm the understudy. It'd be pretty rough if I was like, no, you can't do my thing because it ain't my thing. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll step back. I'll take the night off. Sure thing. Yeah. Hey, there you go. You see, you ask. Don't hurt yourself, kid. It's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> right, right. Let me get stretched and warmed up here. Right. Yeah. You want a couple of practice beats, or you, you good to go? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Right. First so going cold. All right. I'm sorry. Did you say it? The first news item. Do, 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 do. Yeah. See, uh, it, it. We had a, an example of it there, where I when I needed them to not talk, they mm. were talking. No, no. <laughs> I understand the pain that I have. So I, I went ahead, I repurposed Mark's disembodied head on this one so that bigger. <laughs> but, uh, so good looking. That's, that's really the thinking there. We're, we're trying to trying to bump up our our support with the female demographic. So mm-hmm. As it is, I think right now our female demographic is Diana Davis. Because <laughs> Joe stopped showing up. I, I think my mom might be watching and my wife as well. All right. Oh, there we go. Good, good, there we good. Go. I think Rachel Salinas is out there somewhere too. Mm-hmm. She's kind of a regular. But past that, that's that's all we get. <laughs> Look, Absorbvids is in the house, even after we we did not play his intros for yours. So that right there, that's 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 good that's good sportsmanship. That's sharing the toy box. But anyway, so remember that uh, Friday, no, uh, September. I would almost called it November. Friday, September fifteenth, is Hasbro's release on the. Target summer geek fall geek out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can almost read today, can I? But um, every Friday they're releasing or product, and and the fifteenth is just Hasbro starting. Like they've already started. They've done this for a couple of weeks already. It just hasn't been anything that we would cover on our show. But yeah, Friday, Friday the fifteenth. That's that's and so be ready for some something repainted in Tiger Force motif. I'm I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm not terribly enthused, but watch it be something cool. So. In case you're, in case you want to catch up, if you if do you remember those really great uh, Batman the Animated Series figures that DC Direct put out a couple of years ago? No. Well, now McFarlane's re-releasing them with craptacular paint jobs. All right, yeah, they're cell shaded, right? Oh no, they're not cell shaded. They got stuff spilled on them. I mean, that's oh, what it looks oh, like. I see. I see. <laughs> so they're custom, they're custom figures. 
All right, so there, there we go. Confirmation. Hi, sweetie. April Booth. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> we haven't we haven't done a ladies' night show in a while. Yeah, there we go. Ladies' <laughs> night. Because our, our lady host has been gone. Maybe we can coach her back with one, right? Hello, ladies. <laughs> Hello, Ms. Lady. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um can we get to the bottom of the whole Pam Pan thing while we're here? Anyhow, uh, just remember it's Honcho approved. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> loosely. I like classified. I'm I'm kind of getting to the end of of what I want out of Tiger Force repaints of classified. I mean, I haven't even gotten regular Ricondo yet, right? So mm -hmm. why don't we concentrate more on sending out Ricondo and less on on Tiger Force? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of just somebody you wouldn't wouldn't put in a Tiger Force getup and Tiger Force gung ho would be awesome. Would it? Yeah, in an army hat, it'd be great. I mean, you might oh, Tiger Force torpedo. That'd be pretty friggin' phenomenal. Look, they almost slimming, did Tiger Force. Let me get you back in the in, day. They almost did Tiger Force torpedo. Tiger Shark torpedo would have been something. But if they you put enough orange on Tiger Force Gungo, it could be Gaucho. Maybe that would. Ooh, now we're talking. That 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 would be that would be more exciting than than Tiger Force. Um, pick up random figure barbecue. Oh. So, I happen to have a bar, an extra barbecue. I don't need another one. How about Tiger Force Falcon with a new head? Yeah. Now we're talking. I, I don't need a Tiger Force Falcon. I, I don't. I just need the head. Matt Rubin says uh, McFarlane is already re-releasing 190 different versions of comic book Batman. Don't give him any ideas. Uh, were, did you really think that that, that was going to go anywhere different? With McFarlane getting the DC license, any chance he that, that 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 company has to put a bunch of funky capes on Batman figures, they're going to take it. Isn't that just one Batman for each Earth, though? That he's from <laughs> almost. They've outnumbered the Earths, <laughs> right? And they're infinite. Yeah, the Earths are saying, "I'm from Batman Four. <laughs> uh, Which McFarlane Batman are you? Hans Chow notes that uh, Hasbro Star Wars product video is today. Is it me, or does it feel like they're just firing the squad just off camera to take out more presenters? I mean, I don't know if you've been keeping track of uh, of what's going on in Pawtucket the last four or five years, but it's a lot of pressure to put on a on an Instagram slash YouTube slash whatever social media presentation. It it, it is. It truly is. Um, Dustin Jeffrey asks, "How is there no Tiger for Snake Eyes?" And just ask Super Seven; they'll get you. Right? They, they, I, I would counter that. Yes, there is a Tiger for Snake Eyes. So, oh goodness, yeah. So again, I hope I'm more excited about this when it happens. But I'm just, I'm in the meth pile at this point. I mean, it's hard to fairly grade it because you don't, you have no idea other than, yeah, probably Tiger Force, which exclusives they're going to reveal that they're going to cancel on you. So <laughs> I mean, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping here, here's, here's a bad thought. And, and I really, really, really want to be wrong. What's the one thing that we've seen a physical example of, but hasn't been solicited yet? 
Globulus. No. Mutton Junkyard. Please don't be Mutton Junkyard. Tiger first Mutton Junkyard. Right. I, I don't see them doing it. Just because everything Tiger, everything Target's had this year has been, or last year plus has been Tiger Force. I don't see Yeah, this. but you know. Mm, I, a, a turn on that without, without a heads up at least. Cat stripes yeah. on a dog. It's going to be something. <laughs> He's going to be green and gold. <laughs> Battle cat dog. It's going to be something. Uh, James Booth, any any guesses on what, what we might be seeing? Um, Tiger Force tripwire. And vamp. I don't know. <laughs> wow. So that, that's where you got the vamp. Okay. Uh, how about you, Rack Time, Rob? Uh, let's see. We got Flint, right? Yeah, Tiger Force. Oh my God, he's got a checklist out. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 likely. Mark, Unless Mark. they wanted to do, you know, Tiger Force. Uh, I don't know, Blizzard. Uh, forget it. I, Mark, I'm tired. Mark, what figure are you not going to go in their store to, to buy? I'll tell you which one I would have made. If the mold is still uh, salvageable, wasn't Sabretooth the uh, the unreleased Tiger Force Beachhead guy? Or Firefly, yeah. Yeah, or whatever. That's what I'd do. That'd be awesome. Do yeah. that. That that would be that that would actually move me into the slightly enthused pile. Yeah, nobody would see it coming. If it's going to be a repaint anyway, okay, go go kitsch you with it. Right. Uh, yeah. So good call. Good call. See. I should do that for a living. Oh, weird! You should uh, you should apply for, apply to work at Hasbro, Mark. It's, it's <laughs> probably be a good thing. They have this uh, they have this uh, checkbox that says, "Are you a former Hasbro employee?" And I'm pretty sure if you check that, I think I know which shoot those resumes go down. The pneumatic sure. tube leads right to the shredder. Pretty sure that's an off ramp. Uh, but I'm an honest guy, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes to wreckage going on in the. So that's that. That's the Tiger fi Firefly Tiger Force repaint in question is wreckage. There you go. Or original wreckage. Anyways, but um, as ladies' night continues, right, right. So yeah, so, you know. Anyways. Oh, Torpedo 83 with the win. <laughs> How could we forget? I, I, look, I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> I, I, I want Tiger Force Tollbooth. I'm just not. I refuse to get my hopes up at this point. That's I have been disappointed is. time and time again. <laughs> I can't even get a Tiger Force Tollbooth out of Super 7. Probably get a Night Force Tollbooth before you get a Tiger Force Tollbooth. This big orange helmet. Right. But who would make a <laughs> night ops? On it. But who would make a night ops figure with garish blinding colors? Right. <laughs> Seems weird. Great, crazy. <laughs> Next news item. Do -do 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 -do. All right. I was I was gonna be afraid that he had muted himself. Nope. I'm here. Oh here, here's our here's our news item. And so uh, pictures were leaked earlier this week, over the weekend, I believe, uh, of this uh, Night Force figure, Parth Wolf Spider Varma. Uh, wasn't announced anywhere. Couldn't tell you when it's coming out. He 
he's labeled as Night Force in the box. We don't have a picture of the box in there because I'm sure you've seen it by now. Uh, if not, you can always check out our, our friend uh, Chazakuru on Instagram for images. I want to give credit to, to B's Battlegrounds for, for breaking the news. Uh, he is a total kit bash. As you can see, he's got Falcon's gear. Um, mostly Snake Eyes body, you know, that stalker Snake Eyes body, beachhead head with the mask on it. He's He does not have visible features. You can tell in a little the eye area he's got a, a dark skin tone. Um, I'm going to guess by the name Parth Varma. He is of Indian descent. But hey, there's no file cards that classified, so he's whatever. Uh, this is not build as an army builder. We're not going to tell you how to run your collection. Um, he's got some cool headgear options, so you can at least Looks like you can make a couple of different guys out of him, but uh, God knows what he is or who he what he does or or what's going on here. But uh, thanks to those guys for breaking the news on this. All the same, box is labeled at number one hundred and nine, uh, which is kind of mind numbing that we've gotten one hundred and nine figures in the class. Yeah, twenty five a pop. Do the math, people. Ooh. I'd rather not. There's even a- if you are an army building. Ooh. <laughs> Hawk Sanders asks, uh, can we get a wolf spider tiger force? It's, oh, about, time. it's about time. <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of parallels being drawn to, to Beachhead version 3 or, uh, you know, the, the one with the yellow pouches and stuff from 1994. It does look a little like that. A little. It's, it's not nearly bright enough for that. Yeah. I, I can see where maybe they took some cues from it. Um, I think it was, I think Emily in a much earlier live stream noted that that was one of her favorite figures. So I could see them, I could see them taking some hints from it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's, he, he's okay. Like it, it, I, I'm not, I'm not super fired up here. I like that they went for a new character. I don't like that they went for a new character with no discerning features or personality or parts. Uh, even if it was just a new head, you know, like clearly this is. I think I think they're trying to build up the international side of the team. At least give him a head. At least give him a face, right? Yeah. But um, Mark, your thoughts? Hey, I love that they're doing. I mean, that's my number one complaint about classified, right? Is you have the sandbox to play. In. It's the same reason I rip on on comic books and their multiverse stuff, right? You have this unbelievable sandbox to play in, and the best you can do is, what if we made a bunch of Spider Man? Or it's the Batman from another Earth. Brr. Like, how many barbecues do we want to paint up? Uh, how about make a new guy? That was the best part of being a real American hero fan back in the day. Was but we way before the internet. Getting that first figure off the peg and flipping it over and going, oh my God, what else is coming this year? Look at all the newness coming this year. So I would myself would have. I don't have any problem with them going international with the name, right? But it takes something away from the code name if you have to put the real name around it. I don't care if it's Biff McConkey Dog, right? I don't want to see the name unless you have to include it to preserve the legality of using, you know, if it has to be, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, Ralph Steeler Pulaski to do Steeler, fine. But if he was brand new, I could do without the Ralph and the Pulaski, right? Right. But in the in the lists of names, I would have left Wolf Spider on the cutting room floor. Doesn't doesn't do much for me. I it, get it. 
kind of cool. But... It sounds a little too Metal Gear Solid for me. Yeah, it's and it's it's what a second grader would have named their new Joe character, <laughs> right? And somebody's eighty-seven Steel Brigade is out there with the name once. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I have old file cards I typed up on a typewriter that have names like Black Mamba, right? Well before Kobe Bryant was in the NBA. Uh, if you take a snake eyes head and put it on Destro, bam, Black Mamba. Uh, that, is, that is an interesting look. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty slick thing. Um, and boy, I want to be really careful because I don't want to. I want to be careful that this doesn't sound racist. Because it's always good not to sound racist. Even better not to be racist. But when I read Parth Varma, my immediate click was, "What is he, Mandalorian?" Right. right? It sounded a little. Star Warsy, yeah, a little Star Warsy, but that again, that's okay. That's yeah. Right. So, but if if look, if they had had file cards with the name on the back and it was Parth Varma, fantastic. If they wanted to make a Joe who was specifically of Indian descent, no problem with that, right? But it the problems I have are that we lack, have no story behind it lack of file card no story how are you what are you supposed to know what do you know about this guy why would you fall in love with this guy off the peg because you have to to get him into the cart and out past the checkout and the name does nothing for me i don't mind that it's that it's regurgitated parts but yeah a new face probably would have helped especially with a big old helmet like that right so I mean, as it is, he's got he's got night gear and he's got the pilot's helmet. And again, b both fine choices. I'm not saying that those are it's it's bad to have that stuff, but you're putting a mask underneath those things. Come yeah, on. It's, it's a hat on a hat. That's right. a, a cornet term. But yeah, uh, but but I want to be careful because I am nitpicking here. I'm thrilled that they have a brand new character and I hope they do a lot more like this. Cause that's, that's been my number one hammer other than the brutal chest cut, which is nicely obscured here uh, about the classified line since jump. I need new characters. Why wouldn't you want to do new characters? Yeah. Trademark me, by the way. Uh, <laughs> our time asked, did he say Biff McConkie dog? And yes, yes, he did. Yeah, I did. Uh, but so I love that they did this. A uh, couple things I would I would have tweaked uh, if I'd had a hand on the wheel, but I don't. So, <laughs> rack time, Rob. What do you think? Uh, I think I got to see bigger pictures of this before I. Yeah, uh, James Booth, chip in here, man. All right. Well, I I like the figure. Uh, the file name is a little odd, but sure. Um. I think he comes with some rope too. And I'm wondering how you would actually use that since it doesn't look like he has any sort of attachment harness or anything to, you know, repel, you know, like um, I if think, I were to critique. I think it's a lasso, James. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say he should have come with another head and not that other mask thing or whatever that is and um lose the shotgun and instead of that chunky vest put on some sort of a harness i love that helmet i think he's gonna sell well people just want that helmet um with the flip up uh you know eye, eye pieces um but uh yeah i i'm glad it's a new character it's awesome um it gives uh, everyone with the uh eternals kumal nanjiani figure somewhere to put their face on 
or a reason to pick those up. I believe there are a reason to to buy them from Ollie's or wherever they're at now. Uh, Matt Rubin notes that just looking at the picture here, isn't that Falcon shotgun? If it is, it'll be bent out of the package and won't straighten for shit. No kidding. (laughs) And bent in a weird way, too. Slightly to the left. Uh, (laughs) Mine is like bent down. It's like. Hans Chow is something of an expert here. Trinidad and Tobago, the Varma section of the phone book is full. Several straight pages of Varma. Uh, and then goes on to note, yes, I still have a phone book. So fair enough. Uh, way to cover your bases there. And okay, so there you go. So maybe that's that's a bit more of a... Uh, Dave McDonald notes we need Canadian representation as Spider. <laughs> Wolf Spider is a real thing, right? Yeah. Like the, the spider that I put in the thumbnail for this episode is a wolf spider. Um, so that that's part of the joke there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt Rubens, now, now, GMI for who's bent where. I think you don't understand what show you're watching. Uh, <laughs> t- tune in for the post show as Rob talks about the dump he took last <laughs> I don't know. There's no joke there. Clearly. Anyhow, he's not going to actually talk about that. No. Moving on. Uh, That's why we have James here. He's here. That's why he's a guest. That's that's why we listen to his show. No, it's not. Anyhow. Uh, So, James, you're, you're uh, you're not lining him up for plastic profiles anytime soon. Well, they didn't make an original one. So, that's this part of my deal. You've got well, there's no file it. card. You know, I could scan the barcode, but that's going to take me to a non-existent website, right? So it's you, you got to compare it to itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, I, he's I'm, I'm not accurate. the only one that's not working for. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Next news item. That's it. It's oh all yeah. We got. We finally let a new guy handle the boops. And <laughs> we had two news items, and we kind of had to fake one of those. It was it was a tough week for news. Uh, but just to remember that uh, news brought to you by the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast, uh, proudly presenting Chonky Tank Kitty and his Mialler Tank. Uh, <laughs> we got to see the version two of that one last week. He's got a, he's got a turret. I want to get one of those with a moving turret. Mm-hmm. I also want to get the one with the visor, with the mocat. Would have, would have been more impressive if the three foot long shark hadn't come out ten minutes yeah. after that. Holy, the, the giant two seater classified Holy. shark. Oh boy, I don't have I don't have anywhere to put a three foot two seater shark, but I got all kinds of space for chunky tank kitty. That's oh fair. yeah. Uh, but Daredevil Dave says he's he's got to go. Be sure to to catch up. Later, Daredevil Dave, there will be a quiz. <laughs> but um, White Vegeta asks, did we mention happy birthday to Arthur? No. Not yet. Shout outs later on. Okay. Yeah. I was I was not aware. I'm Ooh. I don't I haven't done a whole lot of social media the last couple of days. I'm really doing my best here, but sometimes time is constrained. Um so uh yeah, we'll we'll get to that in shout outs. We'll let Mark handle that. Mark's his favorite. Deal. I'm a birthday kind of guy. Right. Because <laughs> there are a lot of people out there with birthdays that don't suck. Right. <laughs> there's there's plenty of people that have that that 
you know, don't hate their birthdays. There's only a couple ones to avoid, right? Like the 24th, 25th, probably the 31st and the 1st. Maybe July 4th. I have a buddy who was born on July 4th, and he always got fireworks for his birthday. It's not one, a bad gig. One of the best bosses I ever had, his birthday was July or was June, January 1st. Um, and then his younger brother was born the next year on January 1st. Ooh. So that was like the double in, in that family right there. Yeah, it kind of sucks. So shout out to Dave. But, whew, yeah. Uh, Matt Rubin, uh, again with wisdom, rather be a birthday kind of guy than a death day kind of guy. And that's fair. Seems legit. That's fair. Uh, but that's that's it for that. Uh, what do you say we we give the floor over to our friends at Kokomo Toys? We'll be back with you in just a couple seconds. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. And welcome back to What's on Joe Mind. Uh, we're here with our special guest today, James Booth, also known as Agent Chuckles. He's the host of several podcast projects. I keep bringing up uh, Plastic Profiles, but there's uh, there's more going on <laughs> on the Agent Chuckles YouTube channel. Why don't you tell us more about those? Uh, and uh, well, I'm, I'm going to leave you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm the only one here. I'm not nervous. <laughs> oh, there I am. Go! <laughs> Okay, sorry. So, uh, my, I'm Agent Chuckles. Uh, uh, you can find me on YouTube at, at Agent Chuckles. Uh, we we've got several projects. Uh, my partner and I, Stephen, the Writing Dad. Uh, one is Plastic Profiles. I think that's the one that that I enjoy doing the most, um, where we we break down and analyze the classic GI Joe figure uh, and their file card, and then we compare it to the current. Uh, classified iteration. We've looked at the Walmart retro figures and uh, we determine which of those figures are more accurate to the file card. And, um, you know, cause in my mind, the file card, that's, that's the first taste of who you get is that character before the comics, before the cartoons, uh, you, you get the file card. So, uh, I do some deep dives. I read a lot between the lines. Um, I, I'm a former military brat. My, both my mom and, and father served. And uh, so I, I hit them up for, for, inf for information when I can. And I was like, what, what is this? Is there a spy school? What's, what's, you know, bodyguard school, you know, these sort of things to try to figure out, you know, what exactly uh, these, these guys did in their, their real service. Right. So to speak. And, um, you know, I also play with some broken toys and try to put those back together and make them look nice. Uh, I do a lot of pictures. I take toy photography, but uh, plastic profiles, I'm I'm most proud of that, and uh, yeah, yeah, we have a good time doing that. Here's a personal question: Who salutes who between your mom <laughs> and dad? Uh, they divorced when I was young, so I don't oh, think okay. they salute each other anymore. <laughs> or it may may not be a military salute. Yeah, it's a one finger <laughs> salute for sure. Much more casual kind of salute going on. <laughs> yeah, equality though, they salute each other. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> But um, Danny of our time, he he 
he dug it when I just left you on your own. He's <laughs> the show, Danny. We appreciate you. I felt I like no Garth I- in the middle of the show. <laughs> oh, this right. is fine. I had no idea what happened. I wasn't planning to do that. It's just, <laughs> sometimes I just get moved. <laughs> uh, so, so tell us more about James. Your what's your background in this hobby? Like, where did it all start for you? Uh, how did you get into GI Joe as a kid? How did it translate into the extreme weirdness of being a part of this as an adult? <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm 47. So I'm, I'm started in 82. Uh, my first figure was a rock and roll straight arm from Sears. I think it was $1.75. Um, I don't remember how I got the rest of them, but they just started accumulating. I collected all the file cards religiously. Um, they were just, it was it just grabbed a hold now. And I was aware that the comics were a thing. I'd seen the, the cartoon commercials, um, but I never really got, got into them at the time. Um, so it was all about the car, the file cards. And then the cartoons came out and I was like, Oh, this is fine. But these are a little bit goofier than it. if you read this, you know, these guys are bad, you know, these are bad mamma jammas. And then I'm watching this and, you know, they're aiming at a cobra and they throw their gun down so they can throw punches. Like, okay, okay. I don't, you know, but uh, I love the cartoon. Don't, don't hate, don't hate. Um, but uh, then I discovered the comics and uh, then it really grabbed a hold. Then, you know, uh, my first issue was uh, issue 50, the double sided invasion of Springfield, double sized. And um, yeah, that was just awesome. You know, who Serpentor's running in, you know, there's blood. I see blood. This is, you know, it's just amazing. So uh, long story short, too late. Um, I grew up, grew out of my toys and I traded them. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I traded them. You, I can't tell you as Yankee fans what I traded them for. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Okay. It was a Mike Piazza starting lineup. Oh, that's not that All bad. of them? Yeah. Were a Piazza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the figures oh hmm. yeah i know but at the time starting lineups were the big thing but they uh they haven't held their value as you might have uh, it, might that was a dodger starting lineup too wasn't it yes it was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. right shade of blue at least but i'm a met fan so sorry yeah i know no i know but they've gi joe's hurt me a lot less than the mets have so <laughs> i can always come back to gi joe yeah look Look, we're we're not the violent sort of Yankee fan on this show. We're the smug kind of Yankee fan. Pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. so like we we don't and decidedly less so lately. Yeah, yeah, right. We're not angry about you being a Mets fan. We're we feel bad for you. We had to live with one. I feel bad for me too. So yeah, Matt yeah. Matt Rubin asked the question that everybody wants to know specifically: How many figures did you trade for Mike Piazza? Oh. Okay, so to be clear, I don't think it was just Piazza. I think Jason Isringhausen was in there as well. Oh, Jesus. Hey, yeah. it doesn't make the, it any better, but it could, it could um, have been Pulsifer. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or was it Wilson? Was he Wilson Generation Pulsifer, K? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Um, I, it wasn't Craig Jeffries. No. Yeah. No. With his black. Um, it wasn't Todd Hunley made. either. I, I think I, I got know. Todd Hunley's on my own. Um, how many figures? Uh, I if I had to guess, I'd say thirty. Oh, right. Yeah, you got yeah. hurt. And I still had the Royal Guard uh, Globius's little antenna deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Rock and Roll's bipod, Dusty's bipod. 
The story you know doesn't get many, better. Do you know straight up how many Mike Piazza starting lineups you could get today for the bipod? <laughs> 25, probably. Mm, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my. yeah. Uh, but uh, I kept my comics, though. They were very close to my heart and very near and dear. Um, I kept those. And um, I, I'm not sure what happened, but I I just started getting them back. You know, I've got them all back now, chat. I got them all back now. Not the original ones, but uh, I've got them all back now. But uh, they started creeping back into my life. And uh, it just felt right. It just felt like it was the thing. You know, like, goodness, I still have my bed sheets. Um, it just, I don't know. I don't, I can't explain. It was just, it, as an 80s kid, it just hit me at the right time, the right everything and, and took hold. Um, now why I do this? Yeah, I don't know. I, the file cards really are a lot of fun to read. I mean, they're just, you know, I, I would have loved to have gone through with Larry Hama and just, you know, tell me why you wrote this. Why'd you write this? Right. But, um, you know, armed security would have taken me pretty quick probably, but <laughs> Or, or I, I would imagine a lot of his answers would be, I don't remember. Yeah, that was 40 years ago, you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Ease up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a toy. When Stalker's um, going into his footlocker, what's the combination? <laughs> <laughs> Why is Stalker from Brooklyn all of a sudden? <laughs> that's a legitimate question. That, that should be. That's okay. But, <laughs> well, he's from Detroit, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. In the comics, randomly one issue, he was back home in Brooklyn. Oh, and okay. when I was when I was working at Hasbro, part of my job was to oversee the Joe scripts and 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 uh, pencils as they came in for the books, but not for Larry's book. Essentially, it was no one edits that book. Not oh, no okay. one. Not no one. I won't say it that way. Yeah. But you know, this is the guy, right? Yeah. The, the newbies probably could use an eyeball on it from the brand, but but Larry's got it. And then I got the one where Stalker's back home in Brooklyn, and I'm like, I think I would have caught that. Yeah. Well. Uh, Dustin Jeffrey wants to know, he's got a Mark McGuire and a Mike Dunham. He's the first <laughs> starting lineup. He's willing to trade for a Marauder's Barbecue. Hey, here we go. I, I No offense, Living but first – First national predators goalie doesn't really move the needle. Uh, <laughs> and if you, although McGuire's a redhead, so I'll give him that one, and a mark. So I, I'll give him that one. But if you wanted to tug on my predator heartstrings, where's the Shea Weber? Huh? Where's my Shea Weber? <laughs> Holding out. No deal. I got to tell you, we went to uh, Montreal a couple years ago, right after Shea Weber got traded up there, and every storefront had of the Weber jersey in it, right? And people wearing Weber shirts around, and I'm like, I could get used to this, man. Montreal is pretty cool. That's what all the strip joint aficionados say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm told. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. All I know is there's a rainbow in Toronto. That's the place to be. Right? The yeah, for a better trade offer, check out Danny of Our Time. Oh, got it. Darker. That's the expo. It's the expos one, though. Oh, no, I think with starting lineup started, it it was METS. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, the one one I've got, he's got the catcher's gear and he can can do this. Jimmy had that one. I've I've got the one where he's looking through his hand at the horror that is the rest of the 86 Mets. 
because he was <laughs> he was the white knight of that team. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, they, that team was fun in that half of them were Hellraisers and half of them were such goody two shoes. <laughs> like there was Carter and Tim Tuffle and and um, uh, like Mookie Wilson was a choir boy and yeah. like there were just 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 extreme you know nice guys of baseball and then there was you know Kevin Mitchell who who almost <laughs> knifed Dwight Gooden because because he was mildly annoyed that day right i think cut and, the head off a cat too i think supposedly yeah um, and right in the middle was keith hernandez with half the team <laughs> trying to draw him back to becoming a sith lord again right <laughs> <laughs> you're just sitting there with a coffee and a cigarette trying trying yeah. to get through the day coffee <laughs> coffee shaking <laughs> daryl and dwight going come on over here keith we'll show all you right. something all right please come on Join us, yeah. Keith. Yeah, David Cohn in the bullpen. Right. Pants off. Right. There's nobody worse on that team than Lenny Dykstra and Wally Backman, though. <laughs> those, those are the guys. The fans loved those guys because they were the scrappy overachievers. Mm. Oh, my yeah. God. They were they were monsters. Yeah, they turned out to be terrible, terrible people. I still can't believe <laughs> yeah, they, they had no one. Yeah. If you strapped a GoPro video to a guy and had him follow Lenny Dykstra around, That'd be the best reality show on television, I think. Or just strap it to Lenny Dykstra because nobody's going to be able to tail him for that long. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> just, just, just give it to Lenny. <laughs> Anyways, our our younger brother James, who's also named James, hmm. uh, he is also a Mets fan. So we just uh, we're used to dealing with uh, black sheep's in the family. <laughs> you can sure, sure. Black sheep in the What's on Joe Mine family. Well, you you and Phil Donnelly. The funny thing is when the Yankees and the Mets played in the World Series and the Yankees won, you know, Mike and I were nice to the boy because, you know, dad, right. let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Just, just, yeah, it was, it was bad. Your dad, I heard, threw part of a bat at him. <laughs> Davis uh, wonders that Cullen asks, and Cullen is her is her husband. Mm. Asks how this turned into a baseball podcast. I would I would counter that we're really never that far away from being yeah. a baseball yeah. So yeah, it's, it's usually we need to give Joe more credit, right? Because Joe uh, Joe usually starts audibly snoring on the show. Right, if we veer <laughs> into baseball too far. Right, and, and like she's a fan. Like she doesn't mm -hmm. hate baseball, but she is a good barometer for when there's too much baseball. Yeah, uh, we we could really we could do our own show on that, and and yeah. uh, but uh, Brian King uh, says he he still kicks himself uh, for losing my Copperhead Zartan Duke Airborne Wild Bill Hiss Driver file cards on the school bus one day. Oh, oh see, that's oh. why we didn't go to school. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I, uh, I once once took a couple of them to school um, and and one of them came home with no gear. And so I figured that was the last time he was going to school. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, it was one of those 82 guys that wound up just crumbling to dust. So I just got him again in 83 for the 83 version. And those are better anyway. Is it weird that I'm the I'm the, the guy who is on at the beginning and I have no interest in the 82 figures? James, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't think so. I mean, the eighty three can hold their rifles, sort of realistic looking. Like right, right. the eighty twos are good to check a box. 
You know, I got it. <laughs> I don't even care about checking that box. You know, no, I mean, or if you had that collector's case with the names inside, look, I can put it in there and then you close the box and put it up high somewhere. Yeah. Right. Where no way they don't disintegrate. Yeah. Doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they, they still disintegrate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, a couple years ago, had to go through on a, uh, on a, a, a band replacing run knowing full well that those cases had not been out of the storage container for eight or nine years at that point. I just say, well, they, these things are toast, but I have, I had, I had bought a bunch of those skinny O-rings. So I figured, well, if I'm, I'm going to lose track of these, so I might as well put them to use now. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, out of the, the 12 figures in that case, I think 11 of them, just the, the O-rings were just, they'd crumbled to nothing. Mm. So why why podcasting? What the hell said? What are you doing? What, I need to talk about this. <laughs> well, I you know I I guess by strangers. I guess I blame you. I guess um, no. Well, so uh, it all happened. It all happened, and uh, you know, um, really, it was I changed jobs. Um, I, I got my CDL, so I started driving, and you know I, I had nothing to nothing to do. You can't you know oh read a book you know. So I put on whatever. I'd never listened to any podcast until I started driving, and um, I I started finding you know I still had an interest in GI Joe, and and uh, I was like oh GI Joe podcasting. It almost mirrors how I found the comics. Really, uh, I was like oh there's people talking about toys, you know and. Uh, so I started doing the YouTubes, uh, watching the YouTubes, and, and uh, yeah, I'm 89 years old, and uh, and the podcasts and listening to them while I'm driving. That's what, uh, that's where I got the inspiration for the uh, the lovely uh, community calendar song. Uh, while I'm just driving, I heard it in my head. You know, da -da 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 -da. Um, I actually started with the um, what's the guilty pleasures. The guilty pleasures, which I still have on standby, by the way. <laughs> Great. I, I am so bad at actually constructing video that it's it's almost comical. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, like I, I I really should just farm the work out, but that requires <laughs> money, and you know that. You since, don't have that either. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit in the in the what's on Joe Mind account, but I, I need a whole bunch of people to approve spending that. So, yeah. So, anyways, go on with your story. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'd, uh, started listening to, uh, to you all to, uh, watching Hooded Cobra Commander on YouTube and, and really it just fueled my fire within that I had to get out and, uh, but I had no idea how to do it. I didn't want to just start a channel and just like, look, this guy's cool. This guy's cool. And everyone does reviews and they're great but why would I want to do the exact same thing? And so file cards were always really my passion. Um, you know, of course I didn't just play with my file cards, but, but learning them and learning the characters and learning their names, you know, still remembering Stanley Perlmutter from Island, New Jersey, like that sort of thing. Like I got to get that mania out of my body somehow. So, um, <laughs> so like call it mania. Yeah. 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 So, uh so I thought, let's give it a shot. Let's try it. And um, I initially, uh, I did an audio podcast and, and I had my son on it and um, he was 13 at the time or so. And I was, he was just leaving his 
I can tell him what to do phase. And right. then now I can't. So and he's more Transformers anyway, more of the bots. 13, I dare say he held on longer than most. So Yeah, he was he was really he was really patient with the G.I. Joe talk. He really sat through the G.I. Joe talk so that he could talk about the robots. Um, Fair enough. But uh, you know, it uh anyway, it just it just fueled from there. Um, well, I, st I still do a, a audio uh, talking about the comic books um, with uh, Stephen the Writing Dad, but because uh, he, did, my partner Stephen the Writing Dad, doesn't really he's played with them as a kid, but he doesn't know the lore, and uh, so that's why we go through the comics so he can learn that it's really for him so that he can learn to be, buy toys. Um, we we both worked together at Toys R Us years and years ago, and um, and so. Yeah, that's all right. There you go. So yeah. uh, another another famous case of a what's on Joe Mind listener. Uh, that's right. Off and doing their own podcast. You do <laughs> a long and illustrious list. <laughs> well, I, I I I super enjoy your show. I don't always get to watch it, but I'm always listening to it. I get it on Friday mornings here in Washington. And uh, yeah, we appreciate I'll wait for it. Yep. That's uh, Diana Davis with a with a throwback uh, to the beginning of the show. <laughs> Mommy's garlic bread looks and smells wonderful. Uh, and dare I say, it may, Diana, that might not have been garlic if you're calling us mommy. So mm. <laughs> I'd just be garlic. Yeah. Um, I mean, she is out in California. They're, they're, sometimes they get into those, those funny herbs. Mm. Like oregano. Right. Right. And then as, they go, and then they go driving. As I go totally Midwestern on, on the entire world and just assuming that. Well, they're on the West Coast. They must be using the drugs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the left-handed cigarettes. Oh, my. Hey. Jazz cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> Don't go driving after finishing that garlic bread. Right, right. <laughs> the five is jammed anyway. Yeah. You had to get that in. Stay in the rest of the night. Fuck that one <laughs> off. We're good. Oh my goodness. Okay. But, um, <laughs> so I got a great story about Gary Carter's hair. If you want to hear that. Well, yes. Well, yeah. So in 1989, in 1989, I'll try to make it quick. 1989. We're in Atlanta, Fulton County stadium in the middle of summer. Hot as blazes. Right. Um, you know, I, this is where the, where the origins of me becoming an autograph nerd began. Uh, we got an official ball. We're there, lined up. Gary Carter comes walking by. More people come up. My mom is there with the 1989 VHS camera, you know, that's right. weighs 50 pounds, and mm -hmm. she can't hold it anymore. But she's got it running. But she's got it here. So I've got VHS video of Gary Carter's this whole section, and you can see his curls, the sweat, and you see his ear, and it pans across to this the top of Fulton County Stadium, and then it comes back, you know, where she's getting bumped in and. And uh, he signed my baseball. Beautiful signature. I learned to forge it on many a bat. You know, hopefully no one got a, a good Gary Carter bat from Goodwill. Late 90s. <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. Um, but beautiful signature. So an addendum to this story. Mike Piazza is on rehab in, uh, in Norfolk. And uh, this one I lived in Virginia. I went. I was like, I'm going to get him to sign the Gary Carter ball. That's a great idea. And I go there and um, I see I'm lined up. It's just me. Okay, so this is mm, 
2000-ish, five or six. So what? I'm 30s, something in my 30s, and I'm surrounded by kids. And that's where I decided, you know, all right, it's time to wrap this up. But Gary Carter, yeah, Mike Piazza's last one. And uh, he comes, I say, hey, Mike, can you sign my ball? He's like, I'll be there in a minute. So I'm like, okay, cool. So he comes over, kids crowd. I got my hand out. I can feel take the pen and the ball. And then I get it back in my hand and I look at it. So I'm, I'm looking and he, it's just MP. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought I you mean, were going to say he signed over. Over the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. On, on, on accident, right? I've never heard of Piazza <laughs> being a jerk. Yeah. But. No, no, no. It would have been totally, oh, gosh. Right thought, who's but, this? <laughs> but I've got a story now that, look, look at this beautiful Gary Carter signature, and then look at what Piazza did. Yeah. But, he was in a hurry. It's a story. Uh, Kathy is. Smith, welcome to the show, by the way, Kathy. Loves your backdrop. Mm. Right, uh, thanks, Mom. All right, there you go. <laughs> so she, she's mocking you, is what she said. Yeah, yeah. She bought it when I was eight, so uh... still ladies' night, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Ladies. I, I wish Joe Colton was here because we got Ricondo front and center. Oh yeah, on that bed sheet just for her. <laughs> right. yep. yeah. It is. So, what do you say? We we do have. A couple of mailbag letters. Uh, again, not not stuff that was nothing we could put twelve minutes around on its own episode, but but stuff stuff we could we could talk about here. Yeah, uh, Colton so, sacking. Right. Let's let's fire that one up. Uh, hey, what's on your mind? I've thought about this for a long time, and while I don't think we get a full base or a headquarters, what if Hasbro did it by the room where it's customizable? Maybe sell a medical bay and a weapon storage and a garage, each sold separately. It could connect or stack as a base. It could sell walkways, railings, turrets, and staircases. Um, it doesn't seem unrealistic. Uh, if you could talk about this, I'd like it to reach as many people as possible. Hey, so would we. Mm. Thanks, Crimson Vader 007. And thanks for the letter. Um, look, we're not the people you got to convince on this. We don't make toys. I bet you Nickel will do it uh, for $300 yeah. a pop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mark Weber. Yeah, you're you're a, you're a, a former Hasbro guy. Mm. Uh, talk about your experiences trying to get bases made. Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at the very very first thing I did an interview with uh, Brian Savage for the uh, the uh, Collectors Club book, I talk about the things I, I'd love to get accomplished, and it was I I say would love to get more vehicles and new vehicles, and why not play sets back into the line and. Uh, I don't think I got either of those things accomplished. Uh, but given that my item count was three usually for a year and the tooling budget was about three bucks, uh, I didn't have a whole lot to work with. So, but I love, man, I love a good play set. But, um, boy, I don't know if it works uh, if you're just focused on collectors now. The, the money is there. The wallet spend is probably there. But the playset really, you know, looked for kids and the ones who wanted to set up literally something to play with. So, but I am, I, I'm, I think the only one beating this drum. I still think the 83 headquarters is not a definite no because there's so much dead space in it. It's not as much plastic as you think. So I still think, 
it, when you see what Super Seven has done with their uh, their Thundercats thing, that's eight feet tall and five feet wide and five hundred bucks. Well, I mean, if people are willing to drop three hundred on, not so much. I really thought the Dragonfly was a pretty good value, right? right? I thought the Hiss Tank was actually a little more pricey for the size of what you got, even though it is big, right? But it's not Dragonfly big. So if people are going to drop three hundred on a Hiss Tank. You know, are there enough lunatic GI Joe fans who would drop five fifty on a classified headquarters that was to scale with the original? Right. I think I think there is, and I think I think their their profit margin because I don't think it's that much plastic really. I, I think that's potentially in play. So now again, I'm glad we're getting a vamp, and probably need a second vehicle. So we can fill both vehicle bays before we can start growing. Why not the headquarters? But I just, I always thought that was for the, for the price pound for pound or, or, or dollar for fun. I always thought that was the best Joe playset by far. So I'd love to see that at classified. And I think, I think it's possible. I don't think you can do much bigger than that, but I think that's on the edge of possibility. Right. And and again, I didn't mean to sound pessimistic there, but talking about it with us is one thing, and and talking about it with folks on Facebook is something else. And what really the direction for these wants and needs needs to go towards the people that one make the product and two sell the product. Mm -hmm. These are the people that you need to be addressing, and you can't be doing it in in comments and live streams and things like that. You need to be actually sitting down and putting together a somewhat coherent level of, of an email and sending those off to those places and saying, hey, I, I really, you know, this is something that I enjoy and I've invested a lot of time and money in and I would really enjoy it if you came full circle and started doing larger vehicles and dedicating space to, to bases and, and things like that. Because talking about it with us, just, I mean, drumming it up with the fans, that's easy, okay? Mm -hmm. And sure, we all want to see these things. We would we would all love to see them. Even if we're not all going to buy them, we're, we're all going to love to see them uh, because it means that our, our hobby is, is a big deal. But drumming it up for us doesn't do any good, right? We, we don't make it and we don't sell it. So you got to talk to the people that make it and sell it. And you got to convince other people to, to talk to the people that make it and sell it. So, you, you know, those little, if you go to the, the website, Hasbro's website has a little contact us bar. Target's website has a little contact us. Walmart's thing has a little contact us. That's a good place to start. Um, you know, I've been thinking about trying to find, um, get together and, 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 and put together physical mailing addresses for, for some of these places, for their buyers. Uh, I'm not having a ton of luck so far. Uh, but, you know, we're working on it, so maybe a place to send a physical letter. Um, it would be it would be great, but. Yeah, and if you don't know who you're sending to, you know, dear sir, madame is fine. Or if it's right. Target, you can sure, open with concern. Yeah, if it's Target, you can open with please don't cancel my pre-orders, you know, <laughs> just so they know it's not a form letter. If it's Walmart, it's my satanic overlords. It's fine. Right. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. You know, or, or, 
I'd love, dear Walmart, I'd love for you to sell a GI Joe classified headquarters, but please ship it in a box. Right. <laughs> so again, the not not to get us too far off topic. It's I, I'm glad you have questions for us, things that we can answer for you. But that's that's not a that's not a problem that we have a whole lot of ability to fix for you. Yeah. Uh, we need to you need to go to the source and you need to 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 not be angry and not be not wave your fists around. You you just need to talk to them and make make a, a civilized request. And you need to convince other people to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, and hopefully from there, that leads to some kind of results. Because, again, they figure if one person wants this enough to write an actual letter, that's not just one person sending that letter. That's a lot of people sending that letter. So if they start getting a lot of letters, you see where we're going with that. Yeah. And the, and the stance of, especially for a big ticket item, uh, I'd like to see this and I would buy it. It's a pretty, pretty salient argument, right, for a toy company or for a company right. that sells toys. Uh, Andrew Galgan has a question there. I have to wonder if a physical letter is stronger entry than an email. You know what? I'm not sure anymore. I, mm -hmm. I think the common wisdom used to be that, yes, an actual letter uh, was a bigger deal than an email. But I think we're just at a point now where everything is paperless. And so a letter is just something to get lost. I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to hurt anything if you send a physical letter. Uh, but just again, I think how that how that communication is is worded and how it's put together means a lot more than you know. If you're just stringing together word salad, hey Hasbro, don't be dumb. Give me my headquarters. Blah blah blah. Like that doesn't that doesn't earn you anything. If you actually have a you know a, a, a statement with a beginning, middle, and end that that reads like like a like a business letter hmm. that goes a long way regardless of what medium you put it into so again it's it's going to take a couple of minutes effort maybe maybe you have somebody look it over before you send it but um yeah, you know it, it, it sending sending stuff off to the folks that can produce these things uh means a lot more than than complaining to it to us and if you really mean it all caps baby Right. That'll, that gets their attention. No, no. Uh, Dear Sir Orbadam. It's Chad says, what happened to the they're too big for store shelves for retailers to stock argument? It was used as an excuse to support crowdfunding, all this stuff. Well, things have changed. I think it's still there on some level, though. Right. I mean, we, we see a vamp coming and we see a, a, a missile system coming. And they're going to be at retail in some form. I mean, we haven't, we don't know how that's going to be sold out yet. Uh, I would, I would have a hard time thinking that there's not going to be retail presence for those things. Uh, online sales is a big deal. It's a much bigger deal than it was 10 years ago, five years ago, but it's still only about 15% of sales. So you're missing 85% of your market if you're not putting it on a shelf somewhere. Uh, so I, Again, uh, things change. Things are fluid. And if maybe if enough people, maybe enough people did complain and, and, and said, hey, we'd really like to buy vehicles for our soldiers. And, and that shelf space is now being dedicated to it. I hope people buy it so they continue to do so. And if you ever wanted to market this to children again, there's nothing better than having a vehicle right at kid eye level on that shelf below the pegs. So. 
Right. Uh, so then they can stop crowdfunding small vehicles. They haven't done that yet. So mm -hmm. sure. Um, next question. Next letter. There we go. Mike, Mark, Joe, Rob, and James. Uh, recently, the crowdfunding for Mattel's Masters of the Universe, Eternia, and Super 7's Thundercats Cats Lair were very successful. I'm hoping that the Hasbro team is well aware of this because there's no doubt in mind that the classified G.I. Joe headquarters would be another huge hit for HasLab. I'm not sure if we'll ever get a Mobat, but there's spots available for a Vamp and a Dragonfly. So they're right there, Mark. You're talking about where to park them. Mm -hmm. Do you think Hasbro would do this? How big would it could it be? What price point do you see? And could you name some additional fun tiers? Uh, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Whatever the fudge that is. Mmm, fudge. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Fudge. I mean, some of that's built in. If you think about the 83 headquarters, the only bulky pieces are the front and the back of the front, right? Everything else is pretty flat. Even that great big center base floor, it's all pretty flat, man. I bet they could they could figure out a way to stack it. Where it would, Even if you think about the original box for the 83 headquarters, it wasn't that huge. No. I, I mean, the, the issue I see with the 83 headquarters is you're, you're starting, you need a bunch of ways um, to... Uh, to try and sell it, mm. which is the tough part, right? Like, like if I get it, if you're going to sell a piece of a headquarters in eat in a wave of figures, and you're going to do that with five figures, so you got five pieces of headquarters, great. But you know, your real headquarters are going to be bigger than that, isn't it? So then you're you're committing to another wave of figures, and so I don't think like build a figure headquarters is necessarily the way to do it. Yeah, but although my original pitch for six inch shows was to build equipment in a wave, right? But it was small stuff. It was like the jump with the takeoff pad. Right. Or a Ram motorcycle or something like that. I thought I thought that would have been a big hit and that you could have absorbed the cost of that extra plastic because you were paying no royalty on it, right? You could still be the same price as your Star Wars six inch, your Marvel six inch, but have that build a build a thing. And I think it may have actually worked against me because I don't think they wanted the most valuable six inch figure to be the GI Joe line because star Wars and Marvel were, you know, bringing in a lot of dollar signs, but with the, the onerous royalty attached to both of them, they weren't bringing in that much profit. So I don't know if they wanted, didn't want GI Joe to look that different or if they thought if we're going to do six inch Joe, we want to maximize that profit because the other two aren't anywhere near as profitable on a piece to piece ratio. Right. Right. So we, we already talked about headquarters themselves. Um, let's just do fantasy booking. Uh, James, you've been quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. Uh, what would you see the price point on say an 83 type headquarters? Uh, and what would you see as additional fun tiers? Mm. Um, I would say three ninety nine. Okay. 
And so if, if people really got behind this, what, what do you think they would right. be a good, good couple of, I'm not saying build out an entire HasLab, but let's say two two possibilities for for uh, for tiers. Sure. Um, so I think maybe Sparks. <laughs> to sit at the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. A ceiling for the jail cell. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can just imagine the ceiling, man. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It works for um, and I, I just Anyways, go uh, ahead. yeah, maybe maybe some uh a little workbench tool cabinets for scarlet to put her little wrench in or scarlet sorry cover girl to put her wrench in um you know things like that on that because the one side was the lift right and then the other side was oh blanking it was just it was, was it a just tank a... tank really yeah that, that's right that's right and it had the the opening for the the barrel of the tank to go through right mm-hmm. um so what's something tanky that could go there um maybe some ammunition crates or shells and things um you know i i feel like that hasbro makes a lot of money on re repainting things right like i would imagine they make everything i i don't know anything i'm just imagining you know please correct me if i'm wrong but it seems to me that that you know the more use they can get out of something they're maximizing their money and would they really how could they remake any of this, you know, except in that silver color, you know, it's, it doesn't look like Cobra stuff. Um, Make the action force green. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Or, or Brown. Look, it's the Alamo. Um, But (laughs) um, I don't know if that's the kind of imagery I want. Yeah. uh, Is there a basement? Right. That's all Uh, I was thinking. Yeah. Rest in peace, Pee Wee. Um, You know, it's a, but if if they were going to do that, that's the sort of stuff I would want. I'd want the little things inside, like the the tools and ammunition and, and rifle uh, storage areas. Um, I mean, it's going to have to come with a figure. So what maybe a general of some sort um, and, and then sparks. That's it. That's my deal. Rack time, Rob. I'm thinking this thing is probably coming in. 500. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. I, I, I think the the guide, what what that uh, that catch layer was what five fifty. Granted, that's super seven, so it's going to cost a bit more because uh, they're they're on a much smaller scale. But I think this would be a bigger playset, so I think that would kind of even that out. But yeah, I think over five is almost a given. But and what about tears, Rob? I, I'm thinking, like, what about, like, some smaller, if you don't want to do figures, because, like, this is going to be kind of big. Um, you might knock out a lot of mark just because of the size. Maybe you do um, smaller things that you can add onto the base, like a checkpoint alpha or, um, you, you know, like the, the air defense, you know. Mm. Th- those 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 really small kind of play sets that were kind of made to build out that play environment so right i, I yeah air defense i could see as being a thing checkpoint alpha is a lot of a lot more pieces to cast mm. so i'm i don't know about that one as it, 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 specifically but i i get where you're going yeah how about you mark 
I just I think you break the helipad out as a separate piece. And so that's one of the unlock goals. And you make it what I always did as a kid because I hated the opening on top of the jail. You make the helipad fit right on top of the jail. And now you have a jail cover. You could even invert it, right? If you wanted just to make it a ceiling or helipad on the other side. You're going to have to donate. If you're actually going to have this out in your man cave or toy room or whatever, you're probably, anybody who has this probably bought the dragonfly too, right? So you right. can display them together, maybe dragonfly sideways on top of that. I love Scotty Cameron's idea uh, over here in the comments. General Colton as mm. the fig. Ooh, and I love the Sparks idea too. Yeah. Maybe they're two different tiers. But man, General Colton, man, you make him the first tier, you know, to make sure you're getting in there. And then, you know, helipad in the middle and people are like, oh, I don't like the helipad. We should have got it for free. And then, bam, you hit them with sparks. And <laughs> you If you needed a fourth tier, uh, I always like the, the kind of pin-on weapons that you could put on the rim for guys to use. Right. So you could make more options for that. Uh, and not more, not more of the same. You get extra laser rifles. No, you get stuff that wasn't originally available up there, flamethrowers and stuff. That'd be good. Maybe some boiling oil you can tip over. And, <laughs> yeah. Some well, that, that, that'll keep the Huns away. Right? So now they can't get in through the front because of the boiling oil. They can't get in through the, they can't get out of the jail because there's a lid on it. They can't get you from the air because you got the dragonfly to defend you. As long as they don't come around the back, <laughs> you got the most secure headquarters known to man. Right. I, Viper Scout's got Gaucho as a mechanic. I think that's a good, that's a good Ooh. kind of yeah. tier, tier figure as well. Cause again, repaint. Uh, I, guys, I think you make entirely too much out of the roof, right? Like the whole thing, without <laughs> the, roof, the whole thing, you just, they took the roof away so you could actually play with it. That's the, anyways, eh. even, if, even if your jail doesn't have a roof, if they climb the, the somebody will shoot them. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't want to know what goes on in that prison cell. Put a roof on that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, so it, it just, it's shank or be shanked. It's, that's the rule. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, hey team, silly hypothetical question. If the 87 animated movie was re-released yet again, this time on 4K ultra high definition Blu-ray, would you bother getting it? Full confession. I like to buy the Transformers animated movie in every format released in America. VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, UHD didn't come out on Betamax or Laserdisc in the U.S.? And my answer is, no, this is a Laserdisc house. <laughs> no, absolutely, because we see the temporary nature of streaming uh, content these days, as particularly with HBO Max or Max, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they'll, they'll just end a show without any sort of announcement these days. Uh, so any any of these services can do that at any time with no warning they're not under no real obligation to do that for you so having a physical copy sure and if 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 that's the that's the format you know high high definition blu-ray is is what's going as the format yeah sure it, it, it's gonna be what 30 bucks no no problem i i got 30 bucks for that uh so long as it's not super hard to get a hold of yeah i i i'm all for keeping on top of the format uh, as much as as it allows. Um, I'm guessing you guys are in agreement on that one. 
Yeah, I, I've I've already got a copy on DVD, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's the last one they've had. I don't think they've ever put out a, a Blu-ray. They did do a Blu-ray. Did they? Okay. They did do a Blu-ray. I've got the last copy. Um, I wouldn't buy it again unless I don't. I don't even know if it exists. But I, the la- the Transformers movie. The one cool thing about the last DVD I bought on that is they had. Was it scenes they'd cut out or something? It's been a while since I've seen it, but they had things like, um, like you can see. Oh, there's Grapple. He was out doing that at this time, or you know, I'm having a hard time remembering now, and I feel ridiculous for bringing it up. But they had extras of things that were cut out, and I don't think I've ever seen that on a GI Joe the movie DVD. And I eat that stuff up. So if they ever put any kind of uh, here's yeah. a guy who swept the floor of the cutting room. Like, oh, I'd love to talk to hear that guy talk about the movie. You know what you're talking about. They had some some animatics. Yeah, that sort of thing. Scene, scenes that got cut before they got fully animated. Right. Yeah. Um, where you you caught a few more uh, gruesome Autobot deaths. <laughs> some figures getting canceled. Right. Right. Uh, so so there's uh there's those and and I don't know how much of that exists for GI Joe the movie anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's always, like Transformers as as much as I, I mean obviously we're on a GI Joe show we I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that most of the folks watching this think that the GI Joe movie is a better product um, it didn't it was not a bigger deal because of the way the the Transformers major market release just fell on its face mm-hmm. uh, so so I don't know how much of that stuff they bothered hanging on to or anything like that. There's that bonus Teletran one footage of uh, Hot Rod plotting Optimus's death. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that was kind of cool. <laughs> while we got a few minutes, uh, why don't we go ahead and roll into what we got in? Uh, James, you're our guest. What'd you get in? Um, I haven't gotten anything in lately, but this was the last thing I got in. I'm a sucker for these San Diego Comic-Con things. Oh, the, uh, okay. Get you in the big screen here. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I, I love those things. Um, you know, I, I didn't go, but you know, it was that was the last thing I got. I love those things. All right. Little uh, pins and whatnot. Rec time rub. Uh two things. Uh last Wednesday, day after we did the show, I got the retro card snake eyes. Yes, he came in an envelope. He, he actually showed up in decent shape. Lucked out, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I was opening him up anyway, because right. You know, so, so this guy's kind of special because he was he was Joe Fig number one back in the day, mm-hmm. and uh, that's your boy. Uh, yep. And then just today, literally, you know, opened the box mere hours before I got my Cobra Valkyries. Ladies' mm-hmm. night. It's ladies' night. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, anyways, back to baseball. No, I'm sorry. Mark Weber. Oh, this is going to be great. We're going to have a live unbagging. uh, (laughs) As you can see. Already holds. You've had your snake eyes, too. Already pre-chewed by the post office pet ferret. Right? This is every designer at Hasbro's worst nightmare. An unsupervised marketer with an exacto. If you ever couldn't find your designer... At Hasbro, as a marketer, just pick up an X-Acto knife and four right. of them appear like Candyman. And they're like, what are you trying to do? Right. Put the knife down. Just and like, over your head like you're going to stab something. Yeah, like, you guys don't call it a knife. They're like, yeah, it's not a knife in our hands. 
So, and voila. So, oh, I turned on my printer. There we go. <laughs> so, not bad so far. I'll do the sideways test. You know what? Yeah, you could do worse. I'll take mm -hmm. it. I'll, I'll absolutely take it. Uh, yeah, and he looks slick, so I'm pretty happy about this guy. And then, oh, foreshadowing. There's a chance something cool is coming in this week. So tune in next week for another thrilling edition of what well, we got it. Yeah. What'd you get, Mike? I got some stuff. We got we haven't done this segment for a couple of weeks. So it's gonna seem like I I've just gone on some freewheeling spending spree, but that's not really the, <laughs> like you spread it out over a month and it's not quite so bad. I work from home, so I don't spend anything on gas. Numbers starting to get to a point where even I'm not comprehending it well. Um, but yeah, there's there's 96, and he's spiffy, and here's 97, and he's he's pretty good too. And 98 is probably the worst of the bunch, and he's still pretty good. He's just got a few few little scuffs on his chest mark, his, his ammo things on his chest. Also got some other winners here. I got I, I picked up picked up a chuckles. Uh, the one that I had was was falling apart, and you know James is with us today, so that seems like a good time to bust him out. Um, got a couple of a uh, couple of eighty six vipers Ooh. to add to that pile, uh, and then a another one of these glorious bucket heads. <laughs> I, I I I like these, I like these original Toxo vipers uh, more than I should. Yeah, more, that's yeah. definitely true. More, more than more than anyone, <laughs> I, I really dig these guys, and I'm not oh. sure why. Um, Rob absolutely hates them. Yeah, I, if, they, if they hit classified, I'm like, hey, you know what? There's one I don't need to army build. No. They look like ducks. Nonsense. And, and then, uh, last but not least, a 92 eel. Uh, you can see the I helped uh, helped uh, our friend Hooded Cobra Commander 788 out on the the 92 eel review, highlighting. Uh, Chompy, the robot missile launcher shark. Yeah, he's really he's the prize of this. Uh, shark, shark slash backpack. Right, yeah. shark slash backpack. Uh, he's fantastic. I love Chompy. Yeah, uh, I I love his his swimmy little heart. Um, and I I realized that I didn't have one. I used to have one, and I'm not sure what happened to it. Uh, so the the need to replace Chompy was was um was important and and found one for a really good price and and just pulled the trigger without thinking twice on that one. Chompy's the best. We How love, are we love you Chompy. Yes, we How do. are the uh the faces on your vipers? Good. This guy's a little his joints are a little floppy. Uh but the other one's really good. Um he's got a little mark on his mask too, but it's not too too bad. Looks like maybe it got touched up. But whatever, he he wasn't expensive. I'm not a high I'm not a high roller, as we've talked about <laughs> uh, many many times off air. Uh, so there there's those deals in volume. Right, right. I I, I scour for for deals. Uh, but that's that's really about it. I got some stuff coming from Classified because all we do is pre-orders. So I guess they got to come in at some point. Uh, nothing new there. We did we did cover a little bit of it. Uh, real quick, let's roll into shoutouts. Uh, James Booth, again, you're our guest. Go ahead and shout out. Get that started. Mm -hmm. 
Well, first I want to shout out my my beautiful wife. She's uh she's watching. I can hear can hear it going on out back there. Um and my family, they're watching my major league debut tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also want to shout out Stephen the Writing Dad at the One Writing Dad on Instagram. Um, he's my partner in this G.I. Joe podcast YouTube journey. And um, it'd be super boring if I didn't have somebody to talk to. Right. And uh, and he's the right fit for it. So. Um, so, yeah. So shout out to those those uh, those wonderful people in my life. All right. Not not your mom in the family. I right. thought I said family, but yeah, everybody specific. Yeah. She's just not in the house. You know, okay. she's at a different house. All right. I can't hear her watching. <laughs> right time, Rob. Shout out. Shout out to studio audience. Thank you again for joining us tonight. Thank you to James for joining us tonight as well. That's it. That's it. Mark Weber. Uh, well, one that I added uh, because of breaking news during the show uh, earlier on, Dustin Jeffrey announcing that his wife uh, has finished her treatments and is cancer free, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, I got, I got my own, my own history, my own cancer dance. So anytime I hear that stuff, it, it totally pulls the heartstrings. So congratulations. Uh, look forward to the anniversaries of that moving forward. Uh, it is uh, Arthur Burkhart's birthday today. Voice of death, not just Destro, Destro Stalker Iceberg. And I think maybe even a couple more. The but, great Amir Khan in network. Right. So yeah. And, and a, a ton of other work in his library, but uh it is one of the real joys of of being on this program and there are a lot but uh arthur asked for my phone number the first time i was involved in an interview with him and every once in a while the phone like once a year maybe the phone will just ring and it's friggin destro on the other line right <laughs> <laughs> and that never gets old no no and, it doesn't no, and Arthur is not the not the kind of guy, and I, I'm not I'm not unique or special or anything. But I think he only calls when he's feeling chatty. So it isn't just like, "Hey, it's Arthur. What's up? How you been? Okay, cool. Hey, I got a question." It is forty minutes to an hour and a half. Right. And look, man, like I'm gonna cut short Destro. Hey, well, good to hear from you, Arthur. I really got to get going. <laughs> nah. Look, this dude's got stories, man. Yeah. Yeah. Go. But Go go back into our audio library. Listen to we had him on twice on the program, uh, and keep in mind that like one of those is a two hour interview, and yeah. I had to cut that down from over four hours of material just because he went off onto tangents yeah. and and you know spilled some tea that we weren't allowed to, to weren't weren't really at liberty to rebroadcast. Right. And, uh, but it was it was amazing. He was he was one of the the best guests we ever had on the program. And the absolutely happy birthday. The first time I, I met him through the show, when we had him on, you know, ring, ring, and he joins the show. We're not on the air yet. And the first thing he said was, man, I'm so tired. And I'm like, ooh, I hope this goes well. And then it's, I mean, lights, camera, action, man. As soon as it was showtime, it was full on the Destro experience for two hours at least. Right, right. It, it was about 60 seconds of warm up. We caught him. We caught him on a dead wake up and he just, just needed a few seconds. Yeah. We all do. Yeah, that was it. He was just <laughs> like, where's the red, where's the red light? Yeah. He's go. So kudos. Happy birthday to Arthur. We dig him. 
Uh, and then uh, to, to my own horn, uh, I'm going to be guest on the Toy Talk podcast tomorrow with It's Chad. That's live Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can find him on YouTube. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Anytime I get to to chat about G.I. Joe is great and talk about my small window at Hasbro. Uh, actually getting to work on the brand is is super exciting for me. So looking forward to that tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, any, anytime I can branch out and uh, and spread the What's on Joe Mine gospel somewhere else, I'm happy to do it. So I'm America's House guest. Happy to be on your podcast coming very soon. Right. Right. Like I, I'm shocked that more people don't ask, frankly, I, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, they could, maybe it, maybe they're all like James thinking that this is an important show or something. <laughs> we're, we're just dudes who go to the supermarket like everybody else. Yeah. So. I'm not, I, I'm not trying to, I am not trying to oversell it. Right. I wasn't on the brand for terribly long. Uh, but man, there aren't a whole lot of guys who were, who worked on the brand. Right. who have a regular online presence. So I'm happy to I'm happy to wave that flag. There was there were a lot of brand managers attached to GI Joe from 2000 to now and most of them didn't want to be there, right? They just it's where they got shuffled to or it's where they started at but it wasn't where they wanted to be. I was one of the only brand managers who was thrilled to work on GI Joe in the last 25 years. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll carry that title around. Uh, if anybody wants to wrestle me for it, bring it on. Yeah. We'll get a belt. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> a belt. That wouldn't be bad. I wrestled Sergeant Slaughter. No, damn it. No, no. Cumberbund. And, oh, right. Chip Cumberbund. Yes. <laughs> I wrestled Sergeant Slaughter once and lost, but uh, I'll defend that title anytime. That's it. All right. Uh, I will uh, all throw out a shout out for the, the live audience as well. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, we're we're uh, on a week where there was one news item. We're still keeping you over two hours. Mm -hmm. So good on you. Uh, and a lot of the names we're seeing now are still there at the end or it was saw at the beginning or still seeing now. So, yeah. Um, we can't be stopped. Right. <laughs> it, I, I'll be honest with you. Even if somebody hadn't leaked the wolf spider, it still would have been a damn good show. Right. <laughs> we had James here. We could we, we yeah. could James for content. That's what I'm talking about. We deserve it. He, we got him started. He we were his inspiration. We he owed us 30 minutes of interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are the we are we are the wind beneath his wings, and we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about all that. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. To, to James's wife. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we didn't mean it we're sorry yeah although the, the one thing that really resonated when you talked about listening to podcasts while you're driving i had a i had a job that was a good hour and a half commute to and from which is not anywhere near the drive time of a professional driver right but right. god i got tired of my own music right <laughs> yeah like a month and podcasts were fantastic well, that's part of the thing. Content, right? That's exactly right. Like, I don't listen to new music. So, you know, if you were playing new wave punk from 80 to 88, that's my jam right there. And there's only so many times I can hear, you know, Bad Religion and these other bands. I'm like, okay, I got to do something else. Yeah. And you don't <laughs> want to resent the music you really like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. 
The Misfits, you're reuniting. Pfft, I can't take it here in the Misfits again. Hey, no more. No, done. Yeah. Uh, shout out if you're listening to us on recording. We appreciate you too. Uh, regardless, if you catch us on YouTube tonight, remember, please like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel, share us in all of your various social media circles. Uh, it means a lot more when you share it than when we share it. Um, uh, if you're catching us on Podbean or, or any place else as an audio podcast, thank you too. Please uh, take a minute, give us a nice five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. Tell them you want to hear more of what's on Joe Mind. You want to catch us on the convention circuit. Be sure to tell any local shows, hey, we travel. We'll show up and do a panel for you. We got no problems with that. But you got to ask for them because they're not coming to find us. Mm. Uh, they got other stuff to do. Uh, you got to tell them to look for us. It's what's on Joe Mind. We're, we're, we've been doing this for twelve years. We got a former. We got a former head of the brand on our panel. It, it'll be a good show. Well, that's me. <laughs> that's you. That's still you. I barely remember it. Right. <laughs> we we did like five Joe Cons. If we can't, if we're doing, if we're doing a Joe Con, we could do your, we could do your crummy GI Joe show. That's for certain. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, yeah, they'll be beating the door down now. Right. <laughs> Making friends everywhere I go. Like I've turned the entire nation of Canada against us. Mm. Uh, against you. Yeah. Right. We dare you to invite us. Against See what me. happens. They liked Gary and Justin okay. They did not like me. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, that's it. That's what we got tonight. Uh, or no, no, actually, a couple more shout-outs. Of course, one for our, our good friend Brian, uh, Hood of Cobra Canada, 788. Uh, still on reprieve. He's, he's look, doing videos like he does is a lot more work than what we do here on Tuesday nights on the team stream. So yeah, if, if we did that sort of thing more often, we'd, we'd probably take a few weeks off here and there as well. Uh, it's a lot to do. It's a lot to recharge from and he deals with a much bigger audience than we do. Uh, so don't worry about it. He's fine. I, I chatted with him online a few days ago. He's, he's doing great, but let's, let's just let the man, uh, get his batteries recharged. So he comes back strong and, and, uh, and uh, doing his thing because we we all miss him, uh, but let's just let's let him take his time. Maybe watch some reruns. Uh, he'll be back with us soon enough. Um, and of course, our friends at Kokomo Toys, our wonderful sponsors, will sing their theme song real quick because we're already over time anyway. Uh, Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. This is not bad. All right. We probably could have used a, t a tuning hmm brand, <laughs> but fine. But for, he he did that better than most of our guest hosts. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he definitely did that better than Joe Colton. Yeah, she she is not enthusiastic. <laughs> so and that's why when she goes to Kokomo, they gotta charge her double. Right, they should. We'll make them do it. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. But we'll uh, that's it for us. Up. Uh, we got a long weekend coming up, so everybody be safe this Labor Day weekend. We will catch you on the other side. Uh, stay tuned uh, for the, the Superstation presentation of the Blues Brothers. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday for another episode of What's on Joe Mind. Hopefully something happens. Whatever. We're going to find another guest host willing to play ball with no news like this again? I don't think so. I don't know if they're out there. We'll do our best. Um, <laughs> have a great rest of the week, as our friend Vagon likes to say. Uh, stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Have a great time. Yo, Joe. <laughs>